Welcome to Tea Time with Monica. Are you ready to spill some tea? Hello loves and welcome to Tea Time with Monica. In today's episode, I wanted to share with you all what I experienced in art therapy. Now, you know, last month I talked to you about my current therapy journey, but I have been doing a lot of different things to help me heal and have that self-care about therapy. And um, this was a new experience for me. I am not the most like artistic person. I can be creative, but I'm not a person that draws or paints or anything like that. So when it came to taking art therapy, I was like, what am I really going to do with this? But it was a fun experience and it opened up um, a new creative side for me and just think about being artistic and how that can be therapeutic at times. So. Before we get started, I wanted to shout out Art for the Soul and Onyx Therapy Group. They partnered together to bring this um, to the women that did this. And this is a black woman veteran owned business that aims to address mental health issues and disparities in communities, organizations, and for individuals in need. And I was happy to have this experience with my best friend, but also a group of black women who come from different walks of life, who've had different experiences, and how we could share and aid each other when we talked through things, when we did our therapy and kind of explain different things about ourselves and why we felt a certain way about things and how things affected us. So it was a great experience um, for myself to think about my creativity as well. So how we opened the session, it was for five weeks we met every Monday and the instructor would come in and let everybody check in talk about how their week was what they expected um, of the day what they expected of art therapy and how it would aid them in um, their therapy and we were also able to talk a lot this group you know, we talked a lot and helped each other a lot, gave each other advice. So like I said, great experience for me. And I know during the last session, we were just all sharing and trying our best to stay connected. So, you know, we gave each other our Instagram information. Everybody was like, we've got to keep going with this because it was such a great experience. So because this was done by a group, we, were, we didn't have to pay. I don't know where they're going to go with this program if they're going to be able to bring it back um, and if they will ever charge. But like I said, it was free of charge and they gave us a box of supplies. They gave us, you know, colored pencils. Audience that's listening, I'm showing some of the art supplies that they gave us. They gave us paint, we had easels, we had a sketchbook, a journal, they gave us um, sage to burn, you know, to clear the energy and clear the air, to clear our minds and our space. They gave us um, different coloring pages, like from a coloring book. Um, I am showing one of the coloring pages that I started drawing. Of course, it was so happy they gave me something with a teacup. And so I just started coloring it with different colors. I used gold and silver, pinks, purples, and like teals and green, just colors that are vibrant and that I like and make me feel good. Um, and this picture actually has a great saying. It says, enjoy the day, learn from yesterday, live for today, hope 
for tomorrow. So it was a great thing to do um, at night after I got off of work to just, you know, if I had a really busy day or something was bothering me, just to take time, drink my nighttime tea and sit there with colored pencils and color. And it brought kind of like that that childhood joy of coloring like an art class or when your parents got you a coloring book from the store and the crayons and all you wanted to do was like color in your favorite coloring book. So it kind of brought back that childhood joy for me. So I was very excited and I'm excited to get more coloring books and use that as a tool to help calm me um, at night when before I go to bed or anytime I'm just like, oh, I really don't have much to do. I've had a really busy week. You know, let me throw on some music and just sit and color and just let my mind go from everything that has been going on in life that week, that month, or just during that time period and just free my mind for a little bit. So that's something that I really loved about the class that like it showed me a different way to release stress, to think about why I was using those colors and how it made me feel. You know, that was a lot of what they had us explain and learn about like why we use certain colors, how they make us feel and what we think about certain colors. You know how when you're decorating your home and decorating different rooms, you put the different colors because you know, you feel like that color is gonna be very inspiring in a room and it's gonna affect you in a different way. So when it came to like, our first um, our first session the instructor had us draw a road uh, discussing the road we believe we were on audience that's listening I'm showing the road that I drew and I'll have to share a picture so you can maybe go to the tea time with Monica Instagram page um, if you're not following it make sure you are um, and kind of see the road that I drew. So when I drew the road, I used, of course, black ink, black coloring pencil to draw the road, and it was kind of windy when I started and straightened out a little bit because that's how I feel like where I was when I started my therapy journey with my new therapist. And I used different colors to write the different words, and I wrote fear, anxiety, depression, Anger, sadness, feeling numb, feeling lonely, feeling broken, getting back into therapy where I am now. The little speed bump, because of course I go through speed bumps in therapy. Truth, acceptance, joy, and love. And then the instructor also told us that we could draw scenery around our road. So I drew a sun, like the sun was shining down on me, and I drew hearts as my clouds. One of the things I noticed, um, even when I was a kid, and you know how you used to draw on your little notebook, the chopper keeper? I'm talking about my age now. <laughs> um, but your little chopper keeper, you know how, you know, some of us used to draw and color pictures and use like the different color inks. I always used to draw hearts and I would draw my flowers as hearts. I would draw balloons as hearts, just hearts everywhere. I love hearts. But then I started to think about why was I always drawing hearts? And when I explained this to the class, it was like, I'm drawing hearts and using colors that I love. I used red, I used orange, I used blue, I used a light green and like um, that magenta type color. And I kind of thought about the self-love I didn't have, the love that I didn't feel like I had 
from, you know, I didn't recognize love from family and friends the way I do now. And so that's why I was like, dang, I draw hearts a lot because all I want is a lot of love and I want to share the love that I have for people all the time. Um, so it was just, it, it made me real, like I said, it made me realize something totally different. And of course, like I said, the road was, you know, represented where I was going and therapy and where I will end up is truth, acceptance, joy, and love. And I am really experiencing that now. And even if something takes me to another place on this road, like where I started, if I get depressed or angry or sad about something or feeling numb and lonely, I know I can travel on the road to get back out of that because now that I'm in therapy, I have tools to help me do that. And that's what, you know, therapy is really all about, gaining those coping skills and getting those tools to really help you go through this thing called life. Because sometimes you don't get everything or you are not receptive to the things that, you know, God is trying to give give you the universe, whatever you believe in, the spirit is trying to bring you, what your parents are teaching you, what your elders and your family is teaching you, what friends teach you, and just what life teaches you because you're trying to figure out everything. And it isn't easy. And that's why I really want to continue to open up to this audience and anyone you share this episode or any of the episodes with about you know my experience in therapy because if you are feeling like you are out of whack something's not right in your life it is okay to get into therapy if you've never seen a therapist before and it's okay to try different therapeutic techniques like i said art therapy never have tried this before never even thought it would help me but it really did it aided in my therapy experience so one of the big projects that we had to do, um, that they gave us to do, was um, on our um, on our own was to create a book about like our journey and our life. So they gave us one of those children's books that was like that cardboard type material, and they gave us sandpaper. So the instructor told us, you know, in your spare time while you're creating this book, take the book and deconstruct it sand off the pictures, tear them out. And actually doing that was very, very, very therapeutic. I mean, as I sat there and took the sandpaper and was sanding off the pictures or ripping them out, it felt like I was ripping out that sadness, that fear, that anger, that numbness feeling, that loneliness feeling. It was like, you are getting rid of your old self and you are coming into your newness, into this brightness and this joyous moment in your life that you are gonna continuously carry with you. So it was even that experience of just starting the project was therapeutic. I remember sitting at night that night that I first started it, listening to some great neo-soul music. I was listening to Let Us See. I was listening to Indiari. I was listening to Jill Scott and all that good music that just kind of like calms you and soothes you um and whatever soothes you if you're doing anything make sure you're listening to that type of music but i was listening to it and as i start like i said deconstructing and sanding off the paper um from the book and tearing some of those pages out and then throwing it away it was like yeah i got rid of a lot of feelings and emotions that were there and it was just 
a good experience. And I didn't, it, I didn't immediately start creating the book. I just left it blank as this blank canvas for a good like week or two. And then I started to think about how I wanted to create my story, what elements I wanted to use in my journey. Now, like I said, I'm not the most artistic person, so I didn't want to draw. So when I thought about doing it, I thought about doing it how I did my um, vision board for 2020. Every year I do a vision board and I am a Pinterest whore. And um, I have these all these boards on Pinterest. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do my life journey similar to how I created and I'm gonna find quotes and pictures that represent different things and I'll leave some stuff blank because I'm not at the end of my journey. I'm still evolving so things are gonna change and things are gonna be added to my journey. But I knew where I wanted to start. As I said, when I was deconstructing the book, I was listening to all the good neo soul music. One of my favorite songs is Jill Scott's Living My Life Like It's Golden. Love the song. I will sing it. Living my life like it's golden. My life like it's golden. So I said, that's what I'm going to name my book. And audience that can see this or you see the picture on the Instagram page, it says, living my life like it's golden. And I covered the book in metallic cardstock paper. And then I put this pretty peach blossoming silk flower on it. I mean, you know, silk is very luxurious and I want to live this luxurious, loving life. And of course it has a pearl in it, which is a precious stone and some bling. And I love the bling. I love to be fabulous. I love all the, you know, luxurious things in life. But I wanted to make sure that I was representing what was that luxurious life I wanted to live. So when I thought about the book, like I said, I went on Pinterest, found different quotes. I also went to Michael's um, Michael's craft store and I got stickers and I got all these flowers and I wanted the book to have like texture. I didn't want it to just be flat. I wanted to have texture. I wanted to have color. I wanted to have quotes and pictures that just represented so many different good things for me. So I started out focusing on me about my, about what inspired me and my spirituality. Because when you start thinking of yourself, if you're not grounded and rooted in yourself, then you can't help anybody else. You can't do anything for anybody else. And um, you may feel like you're overwhelmed or shrinking yourself. So I had to think of me first creating this book. So I thought about different quotes that would help me. And the first quote when you first open, when I first opened my book, um, it says, make your soul happy. I have to make the core of me happy and so that quote was very meaningful and around it I have some of the hearts that I got from Michaels and they say be happy keep going love and just laugh just bringing that joy and that love and even when I get down reminding myself keep going because you can move through this you can get over it it will pass and I colored I did use different construction paper um, to cover the different pages of the book as I was creating the different canvases. So I used, you know, the rose gold, I used silver, I used blues, I used teal, I used bronze colors, reds, pinks, oranges. And I left some blankness, like in the, even on the inspiration page, I left some, I left like a little area where I can write affirmations to inspire myself. And then I went to talk about like the self-care 
and different quotes. One of the quotes that I really like that I put in here um, is a Native American quote about the butterfly. Now, those of you all who um, know my mom, she loves butterflies. I mean, there's butterflies everywhere. And anytime she sees it, she's like, oh, a butterfly. So I have butterflies tattooed on me and everything. Um, so this was a really good quote that I liked. And it says, legend has it that if, you ca if we capture a butterfly and whisper a wish to her, she will carry it to the great spirit by setting the butterfly free. We show respect for the balance of nature and the wish we will sure will surely be granted. Um, I also have one with the koi fish. If anyone's seen my largest tattoo, my half sleeve, I have a koi fish on it. Now I done made her girly cause I'm prissy. But um, the quote in the book says, diving deep into mysteries of life, let your greatness, we, your greatest weakness transform into your greatest strength. You are an ocean, unlimited potential and a universe experiencing itself. And I thought those were good quotes to have in my book that were very inspirational, that reminded me of everything around me to aid in my journey. So um, I went to my spirituality. Anyone who knows me knows that I am Roman Catholic and my patron saint is Saint Monica. So I made sure that I wanted to have the prayer of Saint Monica in here. And as I learn about different indigenous um, faiths and spirituality, um, I did share on the last episode of September that I was reading the way of the Orisha. And so I put stuff in there in here about the Orisha and ancestor prayers and um, spirituality. So I wanted to focus on the new things that I'm learning about spirituality and how um, I believe that God just speaks to us in different ways and he has spoken to different people in different ways and we are all connected. And then I also have um, some self-care in here. I left it blank because as I'm learning new self-care techniques, I wanted to add it to it and kind of think about self-care being more than just taking that nice bath or a nice hot shower or using a face mask, just all in the physical, just thinking of different ways to have self-care and make sure that I do those things and add them to my journey. So I, when I look at this book, I can remember them. I thought about my career as well. Uh, my career is very important to me and right now, I'm not all the way happy with my current work life. I am very grateful to have my job. I do love parts of it, but I do not like being behind the desk. And I love more so doing this podcast, bringing this to you all weekly. And anyone who knows me in the plus fashion industry knows that I do some influencer work. I also go to the different events, do interviews with the speakers, with the um, creators of the events. And that's what really brings me a lot of joy. It's like I am on a natural high when I am working with the things that speak to my spirit and working with um, the White Dress Project, which I'll be doing some new stuff with them soon. I can't wait to tell you guys about that. I'm so excited. But I really have learned over time that I need to work in a field and the work that I do really needs to speak to my spirit. I need to be passionate about what I do. And currently what I do, I have some passion about it, but not in the way that I'm doing it. 
So I need to change that. And as I'm transitioning into more of what speaks to my spirit, I really need to just listen to myself and have faith in God. And this is very, very hard because I've been like, how do I transition out of that corporate nine to five life? You know, that security that we have with, you know, a steady paycheck and the benefits and how do you transition out of that? You're like, how am I going to have a roof over my head? How am I going to have food in my belly? How am I going to pay these student loans? So, you know, I have to think about that. And it's such the battle that I have within myself all the time. Um, I remember last summer, I went to one of the plus size fashion industry events. I was in Atlanta and I flew home that Monday morning and had to go straight into work. I mean, I had just came off this natural high of interviewing people that I've never met. I got to interview, um, you know, stylist Jay Bolin and I got to interview Tasha Cobb, a gospel singer, and my friend Lyris Cross, and just people that I don't often get to meet in my nine to five life and connected with them and just had a good time interviewing people, getting compliments on the work that I do. And I remember coming home and I went into the office, I went to take a shower and freshen up, put on my work clothes, and you guys, I sat there and I boo-hooed, cried like alligator tears. I had to sit there for a good 20 minutes or so and collect myself because it was so painful to go sit at that desk and I felt like I was in this box. I was shrinking myself and I knew this is not the place for me. I cannot stay here for the rest of my life. I'm, I'm not going to be, this is not my my career for the rest of my life and knowing that I felt so sick to the pit of my stomach so this is why I just keep going and making sure that I am doing the things that I love things that I speak to my spirit as I always say bringing this podcast to you all every week interviewing the people that I interview talking to you all about what's going on in my life and just hearing people you know give me feedback about you know when they like episodes when they're sharing it with people it really brings me joy I feel like I am connecting with people which I love to do I feel like I'm helping people which I love to do and it just really speaks to my spirit so and then even during this pandemic I didn't think that I would be able to get to do some of the events that I get to do year round in the plus community. And I was able to do two virtual events. I hosted one, I moderated a panel for um, Full Figured Fashion Week, and I also was able to go to event. My dear friend Lorraine Ross, director of the Miss Full Figured DMV pageant, she was able to actually have her pageant on a smaller scale with COVID-19 regulations. And, you know, we wore masks, um, they did temperature checks and everything, but I was able to have my sleigh that I love to have every year and see people get dressed up and everything. And also, you know, just interview people and do what I love to do on the red carpet. So I was really happy to be like, okay, I can do my nine to five the way I like to do it. <laughs> and I can still go out there and be me. So I am trying to walk in this balance of, the nine to five life and this, you know, creative, you know, journey of building my own business and being an entrepreneur and, 
you know, one day having that faith that what I'm doing outside of my nine to five will be my full time career. So when it came to putting that into my life journey book that I was creating in art therapy, I used some quotes. Um, and one of the, the quotes is, uh, passion is the difference between having a job and having a career. So yeah, right now I feel like I just have a job and I am a robot in that corporate America world. And I'm just on my journey to create my dream career now. And then um, the next one just says, work for a cause, not for applause. Live life to express, not to impress. So yeah, I'm not trying to impress anybody, but me really, if it's anyone to impress, but I'm expressing what's on the inside and what really brings me joy and gives me life. And I am just loving every moment of creating this dream career. And I use pink. Pink is one of my favorite colors. I use the vibrant pink. And then also like with the photos that I used in there, I put a picture of like the podcast setup. I put pictures that represented Kyle. I want my glam studio to look like for a podcast or a talk show um, virtually or something like that. So this kind of really brought joy to me just to think about what inspired me, what keeps me grounded in my faith and what I'm learning about spirituality and just thinking of the career life I wanna have because that's something that's very important to me. I remember something my dad used to say to me and he swears he doesn't remember audience, but my dad used to always say to me, you know, have the career, have the life you really want before you get married, you know? And he would remind me of that all the time. It was like a stickler of, you know, do this before you get married. And maybe that's why I'm not, maybe that's one of the reasons I'm not married yet because I'm not where I want to be in life in um, certain areas and I want to get there because I want to be fully me before I step into building a life with someone else. So I'm trying to find out how to work that balance and I'll get to that in the book. But um, so then I started to think about how to create and bring about the people that are in my life and my family is very, very important to me audience. They, I love my family, my mom, my dad, my sister, my nieces are my everything, they're my best friends and my brother-in-law is like, He's like one of the brothers I've never had. Um, I've had guys that are friends that I've called my brothers, but my brother-in-law and I, we have a great relationship. We talk football, we talk politics. We're both cancers and we both love to cook. Honey, I don't go in that man's kitchen when he's cooking because he throws it down. But, um, you know, and my sister's just, I always say this, if you've heard anything that I said, my sister's my rock. Um, and my mom and dad is my rock. My mom's always been my cheerleader and my daddy, I'm a daddy's girl. So when it comes to me loving football, my daddy told me. So um, I left one page blank because I wanted my family to sign it, maybe put some words of inspiration on it just to have a piece of them in the book that they helped me with because they have helped me on my journey in life. But the quote that I put in here, was the love of a family is life's greatest blessing. And then I put the Maya Angelou quote, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise. And we all know that's from her Still I Rise poem, but that's also somewhat including 
my ancestors, my grandparents, my aunts, those who reared me that are no longer here with me in the physical sense, but I know they're still out there guiding me. I wanted to make sure I had something that represented them um, along in my journey. I thought about the same thing when it came to my friends. I love my group of friends. They are really, all of my friends are really being very helpful in my journey and talking to them, but I have the most fun with my friends and I have different groups from my colleagues, from my friends in the influencer world and just friends that I've met along the way, but we're really close. And the quote that I use is from um, Beyonce's song, Friends, um, where it says, my friends, real friends, better than your friends. That's how we keep popping out that bands, yeah. No foes, real friends. We ain't even gotta pretend, yeah. Get bands, get bands, spend it all on my friends. Um, my friends are goals, your friends are foes. We fly, we cry, our souls exposed. Yeah, we smoke, we laugh, we stress, my stress. Your stress, my stress. Closer than Ken, I'm blessed, you're blessed. So that is one of my favorite songs. I always sing it when I think, when I listen to it, I think about my friends and how I feel about them. And um, I left this page, these, I left like a page and a half blank because the same thing that I want my family to do about signing, I want my friends signing it, honey. I want them in it because they are a big part of my journey. Now we get to my page that I have created. Um, for those of you seeing this, um, maybe I'll, have to post pictures of the different parts of the book that I'm talking about. But I talked about, um, I kind of post, did uh, two pages of what I wanted, what I thought about my love life and what I want to bring into it. Um, as I said in the last episode, I am not dating currently right now. I'm single, single, like there's no prospects. So, but it's okay because I am learning me and doing what I need to do on my journey and, um, you know, talking to God and just thinking about what I want my love life to really look like and what I want to bring into that experience and that part of my life when that happens. So um, I use quotes. The best thing in life is finding someone who knows all of your flaws, mistakes, and weaknesses and still thinks you are completely amazing. Um, and I used, now y'all, I love Eartha Kitt, so I had to use one of her quotes. I fall in love with myself and I want someone to share it with. I want someone to share me with me. Um, and then I put pictures of, you know, couples loving each other. There's a picture of a man kind of writing in a woman's heart and the woman has written in his heart. Um, picture of um, Nipsey Hussle and um, Lauren London. I think they were like a really great inspiring couple. So, and I used um, pink roses and hearts, and I colored the pages of this one red. Red is my favorite color, and like I said, I'm all about love. And then I kind of left the book a little blank in the end. I put another like white flower in it with some bling, and then it says a quote that says, blossom from within. And then the last pages are gold. Like I said, I left some stuff blank because I am still on my journey and I have a lot to fill in, so I didn't want to fully complete the book. But this was one of the great projects because I really had to sit down and think about how I was creating my new journey and my newness of healing and what I really love about life and what my golden life would be like, thinking about my favorite song by Jill Scott, Living My Life Like It's Golden. So I think, audience, if you all want to experience art therapy and you never have, 
Um, I urge you to try to find some type of program that you can get in. Um, if Art for the Soul and the Black Onyx group does more um, sessions and I find out, I will post about them. I will let you know because like I said, this was a great experience. It was virtual. Um, so they sent us a Zoom link. We got on Zoom every Monday during this um, five-week um, experience. And we had everyone that I know in the last session we were talking about how much of a great time we had. And I learned so much about new people and just saw how, you know, people were able to express themselves, whether that week they were happy, they were sad, they were a little, you know, so-so. We were able to open up and share that and, and talk to each other and help each other through that. And just the sharing of how the different colors made people feel and what their favorite colors were. We had one individual in the class that was very artistic and I look forward to her paintings. Every session she painted something just amazing and I just am missing her and missing seeing it. Um, we had someone in the group that was like the mom, the very, another nurturer like me. And like I said, I have my best friend with me. You know, she and I are both seeing the same therapist. We're working through our stuff. And it was just, it was just different to just learn about different people and how their lives affect them. And that, you know, they needed some type of therapy. And this was, you know, a great experience for them as well as it was for me. So again, if you are not in therapy, I think you should, you know, if you're thinking about it and you think you need that type of help, um, I'd explore some. Um, Taraji P. Henson has a great organization that um, aids people in finding great therapy and different tools. Um, I love her, she's such an inspiration and she's a DMV girl. So um, look that organization up. Maybe I will um, post about it and give you all the website for those of you searching for something. And like I said, think of different types of therapy that you can experience just besides um, talking to a therapist because there are different ways to have that therapy you need in your life and have different experience to help you, you know, decompress, get rid of the stress, get rid of depression, get rid of anxiety, anything. Um, Art therapy is really something new for me and I can't wait to continue in the, uh, using the tools that I learned in this experience. So thank you all for listening to this episode of Tea Time with Monica. And if you have not listened to the other episodes this month, we um, had a great discussion with um, friends from North Carolina A&T because honey, us HBCU alum, we are just in a state of a little depression thinking about the homecoming we missed. Um, you know, this is the time of year we would have all been at homecoming, showing our HBCU love. So I had a great, great conversation with um, six friends from North Carolina A&T. Their podcast is Black and Bougie Broads featuring Kev. Check them out and check that episode out that I did with them. I talked to a good friend that I met in the Plus fashion community, Lyris Cross. She is the Naomi Campbell of Plus, honey, the body. But she is very inspirational. We didn't touch too much on her model life. It was just her life in general, her experiences, what she learned. We talked about her book, um, Life of a Working Model, um, um, is her... Um, program that she does, but her book is called, um, Live, oh gosh, I'm going to mess this up. Sorry, Lyris, but it's, um, 
the world is your runway so you want to look that up i will post a picture of the book um and i also talked with uh cora harrington who is the lingerie addict we discussed the savage fenty lingerie brand and their impact on the intimate apparel industry um for those of you have who follow my main page monica underscore the curvy diva with a k um, you know that I sometimes enjoy and dabble in taking the boudoir pictures and I'm very adamant about women and anyone. Um, just, it doesn't matter, man, woman, um, cisgender, LGBTQ, just holding their own in their own sexuality and feeling sexy. And I love me some lingerie, I really do. So when Cora and I get to have conversations about lingerie in the industry, they are just magical. And um, I think you should take a listen at it. And if you have not explored lingerie or intimate apparel, please do so. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. And there's different textures, colors, fabrics. And if you have not watched the Savage Fenty fashion show, fashion show on Amazon Prime, please do so. It will be a fun, good time. There's so much artistic um, creativity in that fashion show and I loved every moment of it and that's why I had to talk to Cora. Oh, and look out for a special bonus episode coming this weekend about Lovecraft Country. Those of you who are fans, I was able to talk to two fellow fans that I met in a Facebook fan group about the show. So I thought, what better way to discuss it than, you know, to discuss it and air of the show on Halloween. So look out for that bonus episode. And as always, like I said before, thank you for listening to Tea Time with Monica. Bye, love! You've been listening to Tea Time with Monica. Make sure you subscribe on your favorite podcast media. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and follow me on social media at Monica underscore the curvy diva spelled M-O-N-I-C-A underscore T-H-E-K-U-R-V-Y-D-I-V-A and at Tea Time with Monica.